0: Theoamnetwork.com.
1: Power to the podcast. Oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sitting in the studio with my girl, Carly Betsavinga, on my right. I can't rap because I'm
0: white. <laughs> I can't rap because I'm white. <laughs> I can't rap because uh, I'm uh, white. Your oh. Is currently unavailable.
1: Oh, wow. What bitch. accent <laughs> is that? <laughs> It's currently kind of like unavailable. I'm about
0: to answer you. I did not ask working. female
1: Mark Bremble to come in here and tell me I couldn't do something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That Skype song is a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Surf Memphis, the podcast where we let strangers sleep on our couch and show them your city. We are so excited about this conversation that you're about to hear. It's we. We called one of our former couch surfers, Tomek, from Poland. Have you guys heard us talk about Tomek from Poland? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you have on multiple episodes
1: and in real life. I think
0: besides Daniel from Madrid, Tomek from Poland is probably <laughs> the most famous random dude. I'm sorry, about podcast.
1: I haven't shouted out Daniel from Madrid in a while. Well,
0: you know, if you're still listening, our love is not lost, Daniel. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Tomek was here exactly a year from the day that we called him. Which and we is, realized that in the middle of recording, so that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, um, and he just was, you know, we say we don't pick favorites. He was one of our absolute favorite couch surfers. Just this really adventurous spirit. He loves yeah. to hitchhike around the country. He had like this real thirst for America that I think was really cool to hear him also talk about. I thought he was just really intelligent. He's so smart. Yeah. He... um. He's opening up a bar in Warsaw, which you'll hear about in the conversation. But we just really wanted to get him on the podcast because of how smart he is, how funny he is. And he's probably somebody that we maintain the cl- one of the closest relationships with since they've stayed with us.
1: You know, we constantly Skype him and send messages. And we have our own group chat called Memphis
0: Pol- Pol- Polska? Polska. Memphis Polska. Mo- Memphis Polska. Yeah. Which is <laughs> Polska is how you would say Poland in Polish. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy listening to it.
1: Well, Tomek, how are you doing? What time is it over there?
2: Um, it's seven p.m.
1: Seven p.m. And you went to work
2: today. <laughs> oh. Oh,
0: you all right? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just don't <laughs> die on this call.
2: <laughs> I'm just a bit, you know, coughing <clears throat> from some. It's so uh, uh, polluted there. in Warsaw. Really, Warsaw is one of the most polluted cities in Europe. Really, the first, yes.
1: It is. It's one of the most polluted cities maybe, in Europe. Maybe,
2: so, so, sorry, Poland is the most polluted. We have worse cities in in in, in Poland, but uh, than Warsaw. But Poland is a very polluted country because of the uh, old technology used to heat houses. Really? So they they emit a lot of pollution. Yes. What is we, it
1: about
2: them? Some, uh, well, they they are they are just not efficient enough. We are still uh, based mostly on coal so there is no natural gas systems uh, in many bigger cities so these pe- people just you know heat whatever they have to burn they just put in their uh how do you call this this central uh, heating systems in the houses and they just furnace. burn the trash
0: funny. and everything right <clears throat> oh Wow, I came here to learn, apparently. <laughs> I know. Thank you for teaching me about how Poland heats itself as a country. <laughs>
1: so, Tomek, I was wondering if you could give our listeners a little bit of background about you. Could you just, like, explain um, kind of, yeah, some background on growing up in Poland and what you do in Poland currently? And, and uh, of course, the... And
2: follow me and me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, should I tell you how did we meet? Yeah.
0: We can do that. Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, that, that's gonna be probably the introduction. So we met. <laughs> Thank in you Denmark. for
0: running our podcast for us, Tomek. <laughs> ah,
2: sorry, <laughs> that's not i my man Okay, so I'm I'm actually g- almost graduated. Just have an exam to go uh, on a big data, and I was always kind of a maybe right wing hippie. <laughs> Let's call it this way. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I and I like to hitchhike around. I did some, you know, studying, working abroad. And I I was I am maybe still a bit in love in the USA. So that's how we met because I was going to a conference in Atlanta. It was some libertarian conference of of one of your great uh, think tanks. And then I hitchhiked to Nashville, then Memphis, and I met Carly and Christy there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, I just saw on Snapchat that you were here a year ago. Exactly uh, today. Is it, is it
2: on my Snapchat or what? I don't apparently know. Apparently, Snapchat,
1: Snapchat does this thing now where it'll just—it's kind of uh, like a um, like time hop. It'll show uh, you that you have memories. Oh, Really? That was a year ago.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was exactly uh, a year exactly. ago. So this is perfect oh, that we we are, we're talking we are, to, we are, to
2: you. That's awesome. Oh my god, I need to open my Google Photos.
0: <laughs> yes. I know. Send <laughs> us whatever you have from when you were here. Like it's oh. uh, just such a good time.
1: You know, Tomek. Um, man, we we have we're going to record an intro that everybody will have now heard because there's just so much to say about you. But um, your fish exactly counterpart. Arrogant. Oh, I'm sorry. What? It
2: was exactly arrogant. I'm Sorry, Google follows. Yes, <laughs> my fish counterpart. There is a fish. Oh, my God. Tell me about my fish also. Shit, there is a fish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. So, you know,
2: what?
0: Tomek is uh, one of our favorite couch surfers. We try and say we don't have favorites, but, but we do. Yeah, we uh, do. I, so, I don't know
2: why you keep repeating that. Say what? You, you, you tell me that often, and I, I still don't know why. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not <laughs> such a crazy couch surfer, but yeah, we had a good time, and you're one of my best hosts as well
1: see it goes both ways yeah there's a connection there's an understanding so
0: in october i think you were in france actually i got this beta fish yeah and uh i just was thinking of a name and Tomek <laughs> just popped into my head and <laughs> i just think it's the perfect way to pay pay honor
1: pay to tribute. our, our uh, polish
0: friend <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the form you, of a girl. fish <laughs> uh, Tomek I frequently I'm, um, for
2: your fish. I'm sorry what I hope I will be a good example for your fish, you know, like a role model.
1: Our fish is very liberal. <laughs> very, very liberal.
0: My fish uh, reads a lot of Ayn Rand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your fish probably also doesn't eat meat, he's a vegan, etc., right?
0: And you know what? He doesn't pay taxes either. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's,
2: that's me. Exactly. i uh, sorry. Sorry, you told me not to talk about uh, illegal things on your on your podcast.
1: Hey, you can talk about whatever and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) So I do want to say, uh, it's been a whole year now since the crazy time that you had. And I remember you, you messaged us and said Memphis was one of your favorite cities. And now a year later, when you look back at Memphis, what is it that you remember about your time here?
2: Well, except for our time together, uh, which we had uh, kind of a good one, (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm I'm in love with this Billy Street and Billy. That's what the name. It's
0: Bill Street. Or... <laughs> Bill. <Beale Street.
2: laughs> yeah. Yes. And and all of these neons and colors. There was a dark sky and bright everything. And you know blues or some other this type of music in every pub. That was a good thing. Like I, I felt like I I'm in the America like sixty years ago. A bit because of the buildings, because of these monuments of Elvis Presley and and this Martin Luther King uh, model room. Yeah, that oh, was the
1: the room at the National Civil Rights Museum.
2: Yeah, that's where he was killed.
0: Yeah, I guess. So you felt like you were yeah. really back in time when you were in Memphis.
2: Uh well, kind of. I, I, I was uh, still aware that it was
0: 2017.
2: But... <laughs> and we went to this Graceland. Uh... Well, actually, we went next to it. We didn't enter the house of Elvis Presley. because
0: oh, they Oh, yeah. Made it some... That was me and you. And then I dropped you off where you were going to hitchhike. And then you didn't
1: get uh, to hitchhike out of the city. I think it took you like... Oh, my God. It, yeah. it, was, it like... was time. Go ahead.
2: I, I stayed overnight on a gas station because of this road. But but I yeah, but I still had, you know, joy of life filled in me for the next forty eight hours so I could sleep there.
1: See, this is why you're our favorite. <laughs> that shit just makes me smile. I, I know. have the joy of life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're both just hitting, sitting here smiling, <laughs> thinking about it. I actually remember, too, I was so sad. I had to call Christy immediately after I dropped you off to hitchhike. I was like, he's gone.
1: Yeah, you were really sad. You're one of the first. I think you actually were the first person that ever. Well, yeah, it was you and Will. Do you remember Will, the English guy?
2: Uh, I didn't meet him.
1: Yeah, you, I, no, you, we did. You, no, we did. The, 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 the one
2: who came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We went to uh, Voodoo I mean. Village with him and you tried to, like, go inside it. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I, I, I hope that, you know, you're in this region of True Detective, True Detective series and these things happen over there.
1: <laughs> They're actually filming uh, True Detective Season 3 in Arkansas right now.
2: Yes, really? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. we peed in arkansas that that's what i remember you yeah remember
1: you, did, that? you i do remember you peeing on my home state yeah
0: <laughs> I, I was gonna uh, say guys, it's one of the only things you can do in arkansas but i know that's well, not true no there's plenty to do in arkansas
2: <laughs> no, But what, we we just figured out that we are so close to arkansas so we should cross the bridge and what is dogs doing to you know uh mark the sign that they were there I, I did the same, and I could. I'm still counting it. Like Arkansas is the city that I visited <laughs> because I peed on it.
1: Yeah, actually, you but, guys... but
2: but but it's, there, there is no feelings towards it. I would love to go to Arkansas. So I, I think it's a lovely
1: state. Tomek, you should come back, and I'll take you to Arkansas. And we'll go to like the really dope places. I promise. Oh,
2: first I watch through Detective, and then we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're filming it in like the Ozark Mountains. So that's like the northwestern part of the state. No, that's where all the good shit is. starring. That is a good question. I don't know. Is it
0: Helen Mirren? It's like one of those like is,
2: is a new guy, right?
0: Yes. I don't quite you remember. Know, we could We can, could look we it, can Google at, it. We do, we do have it. the power to Google it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: but you know guys, uh, this detective is like this is what I like about America, and I think that's why I like it and a lot of people from Europe do. Maybe they do not realize that <laughs> we feel they're like, like in the US, we feel like at some Second home, that is like a, you know, another civilization, but oh, the same as ours. And the, the one that we know from a pop culture. And there's the thing that we as the kids, we watch a lot of American movies and American series. And then we watch True Detective. And then we have some imagination of how the South America can look like and what's the lifestyle and how it was 20 years ago when Back to the Future was done, for example. <laughs> and then you go to the, and then go to the U.S. and you, you actually feel like you're in the movie. Because it, it, is, it is America, right? I
0: I remember you telling us something when you were driving on Route 66. What did it remind you of?
1: Uh, It was a movie.
2: uh, It was... was, was, uh, uh, Can you repeat the question? Maybe I didn't understand.
0: So when you were hitchhiking and you were driving through Route 66, you told us this story and then you were like, there's this Pixar movie that I felt (laughs) like I was in at the time. Cars.
2: Yes, ours. yes. Oh, that's my favorite Pixar movie. This is so American, you know. It's like full of stereotypes, but made like, made by cars.
1: <laughs> so so I, I just looked up the True Detective information, and I I want to say that apparently it is all about Arkansas. So like, it's being filmed in Arkansas. It's set in Arkansas. That's dope. I don't recognize. I recognize their name. Oh God, I'm gonna fuck this name
0: up. <laughs> fuck the name right up. Mahershala? Sh- Shala, oh, Ali. the guy from Moonlight. Mahershala yes. Ali. Yeah. Mahershala. Mahershala. Thank you. And, oh, that's uh, amazing. Carmen. Santiago? Ijogo.
1: No. Ej- okay.
0: Oh, not there like a big Hollywood actress that was in it? I can't
1: Uh, find it. I don't know. This is now a uh, True Detective (laughs) season three speculation podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if there is this
2: black guy who is kind of popular, the one from uh, House of Cards, the lobbyist.
1: Who the lobbyist? The
2: the lobbyist from House of Cards, the black one.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) Mahershala Ali. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
2: All
0: right. Oh, that's (laughs) so awesome! If there's a casting call for extras, the three of us should. Drive out there and go beyond <laughs> True Detective season. Oh my God.
2: Can we can we be some cameos? Can we do some cameos True Detective through, like, through and is it?
0: They- <laughs> I think they're still currently
1: filming it. So apparently, uh, I have a friend in Arkansas that she's working I on got, it. And I, ex- wait, wait, wait,
2: wait! Oh my God! What? Uh,
1: I'm sorry, you continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend in Arkansas that lives in Fayetteville, and her roommate is um, like a production assistant or some sort of film assistant. And they just had to extend and come back, and they're filming again for the next two months. Oh, wow. So there's time. There's, there's, an there's time to fulfill our dreams.
0: <laughs> are you saying we have a connection? Uh, we have
1: an inn? Connection? We have
0: an inn. We can have an in. Okay, yeah, Tomek, exactly. are you uh, going to come in the next <laughs> two months to America?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, I realized that I'm coming to Atlanta in November.
1: Wait, October, what? What?
2: October. October.
1: You're coming?
2: Probably I'm uh, coming to Atlanta in October. Yes.
1: <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? You're coming back? <laughs> I, think,
2: uh, I think it's true. Actually, it, it, it depends if they uh, uh, kind of accept my, you know, scholarship something for a conference.
1: What can I do to help you get the scholarship? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll sponsor you you know like i'll be like your host that writes pull and i'm like we really need him
2: <laughs> if you are my, my host, does enough and if i will have some time in atlanta i would love to come to memphis
0: <gasps> or we'll just come to atlanta or, i know we would absolutely Atlanta. yes or we can do like a little atlanta. mini road trip around the atlanta area
2: oh my oh my boy this is awesome
0: what did you just say <laughs>
2: Oh my Boże.
1: <laughs> what is that? Oh my! Oh my! Uh, <laughs> it's,
2: it's just Polish. Oh my God!
1: Oh my God! It
0: sounds like something my Polish grandma would say. You know. You have Polish grandma. I forgot well, about it. but I feel like, it. Great, I feel great great it in grandparents. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also told us that if we come to Poland, that we could go eat dinner with your grandmother.
2: Uh, well, uh, she's dead. But, I mean my grandmother. Uh,
0: maybe mm. maybe you said <laughs> somebody else. Maybe you said, like, Actually, so who lives in the countryside in Poland in your family? I mean,
2: you know, guys, we, I don't mind if we, like, go to a uh, grave of my grandmother and hang out there. <laughs> so <laughs> We can do it. We drink a beer with
0: her. Like, Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, Let's we'll bring it. a six-pack.
2: <laughs> we'll uh, or, or, okay, a, a glass of wine, you know, like for Polish grandmother. Okay. Like
0: a true
2: uh, Polish grandmother. Yeah, guys, you're coming. You're welcome to Warsaw, and and. Uh, you, You can, that's what we discussed, actually, also, you don't, don't forget it, that you could come and help me with my bar, and I would provide you accommodation.
0: Yeah, so Uh, tell us,
1: Tomek, hold, hold the phone. Yeah. We have not forgotten, dare I say, we speak about it every week. (laughs) And I'll just walk in, I'll be Uh, like, you know what, I think it's time that we just go live in Poland with Tomek. (laughs) So yeah, let's tell our listeners a little bit about your, your bar that you're building in Warsaw.
2: Um... Yeah, so there is this, like, there there is some big organization who has some money and they want to create like, a, we kind of want to create a, a libertarian hub, like a cultural intellectual center in Warsaw with a bar. So we discussed this thing like over the last year, and now we got some funds and we rented a place in the center of Warsaw, kind of with their money. I, I'm not investing; then I don't, <laughs> I don't have that money. But dead, but but uh, they have a good guy in charge, so it's me, and we're gonna open a place that we will vibrate the city, and we will bring a bit of Memphis, you know, style there with live music and quiz nights.
1: Oh, that's so cool! I'm I really want to work in this bar, but you keep telling me I don't need to know Polish, and I just really find that.
2: No, yeah, I wrong. think actually now it's difficult, but
1: <laughs> but probably.
2: Uh, we we could have some bareback who don't have to speak with customers. So. Oh wow! So you're gonna shove us? Back.
1: <laughs> you're basically so I went from like coming to work at your bar as a bartender, and now I'm cleaning. We're gonna be polishing <laughs> polishing
0: glasses in the back of the bar, just like as I, like the immigrants. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be those yeah, expats that were like, so I mean, America is no. just terrible right now. So <laughs> this is all I got. <laughs> Ran away to Poland. So you're saying that
1: you, you know in
2: Poland, go ahead. Like, almost everybody speaks English, but like in places like you know bars, you need to be like a fancy international bar, or if you want to pretend, then then you have some you, when you hire someone foreign who does not speak English. If he's black, it's a plus. So uh,
1: <laughs> wait, why but
2: why? because it's like just more cool because why would you hire international if he does not speak Polish? You would hire a Polish person,
0: oh, so people uh, think that's like cool that you have somebody no, somebody I think I,
2: yeah, I mean, when you imagine like a place that is cool or pretends to be cool, you know it when it's more diverse, I mean everybody like considers a plus here, so. I mean, not everybody, of course, but I, yeah. I think places, people who go to such places, so you can make money on them.
1: We do host a podcast where the whole basis is that it's diverse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is true. Uh, I, da- I
2: downloaded, I downloaded some of your episodes on my phone, but I still have not listened to them. But I will. I promise. We're gonna bleep that part out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you gonna uh, listen to I, the I, the one that you're on right now?
2: Nah. Why? 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 I'm I'm here. Maybe maybe in ten. <laughs>
0: So Tomek, I, I do, you know,
1: I, I've told so many people about you. I mean, honestly, you're like kind of a, a, um, a legend among our oh, friends whoa. and some of our couch surfers because I've
2: told... Uh, hello, 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 your friends. How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've told a lot of people the story that you told me when I first arrived and I texted you this. If you want to tell it, I would love that. You don't have to tell it if you don't want to. Or I could tell, tell it for okay. you. <laughs> I would rather hear it in your words. I would so. rather hear it in, in your words. But if you want to tell it, you can tell it. Okay, tell
2: me again. Tell me again.
1: The, the story where you were hitchhiking with the guy and he died.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, this story. It's such a smooth transition to this topic.
0: <laughs> Christy is all about the smooth transition. I got it. Just, like throw some peanut butter on there and glide uh, right in. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Okay, first of all, I would just like to point out that peanut butter probably wouldn't be the best thing to use to glide <laughs> anywhere. I'm saying
0: glide into the story. Okay, get your mouth out of the gutter. I mean your mind. <laughs> anyway, like. story, mind. story get, time. Get was your totally.
1: mouth out of the gutter, Carly. <laughs>
0: Pick your mouth up, put it on this microphone, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and tell just, the story, Tamek.
2: Yes. <laughs> just a second. I just need a puff. Ah, <laughs> uh. the uh, story. So there is this story that I always tell people, and yeah, because probably it's one of the craziest stories that happened to me in this not-that-long-yet life. <laughs> uh I was in the US like for the second time and I like hitchhiking. Like this is where you meet real people, this is where you go to small cities, this is where you stay on gas station and meet these strange, you know, potheads coming over to seven eleven back there. And you you just you just meet this America more than you just travel comfortably with trains because you don't have good trains over there. Yeah. Somehow. Uh anyway. I was hitchhiking at the time from Las Vegas to Flagstaff in Arizona, where I was where I was uh, cold surfing also, and then like in two or three days my visa was about to finish, so I was just heading to Mexico. That's where I wanted to continue my trip. And that's that's where I continued. Uh, luckily, I was so I'm hitchhiking, and I, I was thinking when leaving Vegas to go. To not the fastest road, but the one that will go um, to first this Californian I something ninety five whatever road
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: to to just see the Route sixty six and to maybe you know hitchhike this hitchhike it because there is this longest historic track of Route sixty six. Uh I don't know. You guys want me to tell the story like this? Because oh yeah, I'm power. listening. I'm in. <laughs> I,
1: I would just like to I point, point out to real quick into- that you told me this story within about four minutes of meeting you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So actually what happened was like Tomek arrived before Christy even got there. And it was just me and Tom. you were actually sitting on our porch for like an hour. Christy texted me and was like, the Polish dude, he's here. He's on the porch. So I come home and then you were was like
2: ringing, so it was very relaxing.
0: <laughs> and you basically just told me you were like, so I hitchhike here, um I have this story where this guy I hitchhike hitchhiked died, uh <laughs> and I'm gonna wait until Christy gets here to tell it. So I'm just sitting there with you for like an hour <laughs> waiting on this story, and then Christy got what? home and we had to tell it. Yeah, you wouldn't tell me until Christy got home. So we just sat there yeah, and you showed me Polish music on the TV. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and so I always set up this story, and I'm like, I just met this dude. He had I walk in. He had moved all the furniture in the living room. He's just, like, posting up, laying down. There's Polish rap playing, and he's like, yo, I tell you a story.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you told me this, this story that you're going to continue.
2: Oh, uh, no. Okay, can I make it just short, and then you can just maybe ask me questions so it will be easier. Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It will be more interactive than <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what happened? So basically, what happened? In the short, I was going to Flagstaff and I was hitchhiking with a guy. So it's a story about two, two guys, and only I am alive now, actually. So it's it's good that it's me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you're alive too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad. So it's just like just a, in within what day somehow it happened that this guy is dead now and I am alive and uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Freeze frame. (laughs) You might be wondering how I got into this situation. I'm just kidding. So actually, you just heard Tomek start to tell a story. And let me tell you, he does tell a story and it is an absolutely crazy story. And it's probably about 20 minutes long (laughs) in length. And it's got so many twists and turns very not safe for work. Um, he added some details that I didn't even remember from the last time that he stayed with us. No,
0: I think he gave us a toned down version when he first met us. Yeah, he
1: was trying to play it cool. And then, like, now that we're friends, he told us the truth. <laughs>
0: right. So it went a little bit too far and just to a point that we don't want to release the whole thing as part of our episode. As part of,
1: like, our normal public episode. Right. However, if you guys want to hear a story involving drugs, people dying, <laughs> and, um, some shenanigans. The cops were involved. It's a crazy story. It's totally worth it. We're going to release that story unedited on a medium that we will later tell you guys about.
0: I also want to preface that the cops were involved, but Tomek did not do yeah, anything Tomek wrong. Tomek didn't do anything. Tomek, <laughs> Tomek was just a, a bystander in all of this. Tomek was sort of in a wrong place, wrong time situation, and <laughs> absolutely um, that will be released at a later date if you want to hear it.
1: Oh Well, so the whole reason that story, I remember it so well is because you tell this this story where you had this crazy hitchhiking experience with this guy that was not so safe and then kind of went off the rails at one point. You finish this story and you pick up your phone and you look at me and you're like, oh, by the way, the guy that I hitchhiked here to Nashville with or um, from Nashville with. Do you mind if he comes by? <laughs> and I look at Carly and I'm like, I've just heard this, you know, really long, crazy story about this dude. And I'm like, I don't know if we should trust who Tomic is like, yeah, I checked with this dude. But you know what? For some reason, I was like, this is going to be a great story. So I said yes. And uh, you were like, oh, I'll just tell him to bring like beer and snacks. And I was like, all right, beer and snacks. So a little bit later, we hear a knock on the door, and it's the guy you hitchhiked with. I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. (laughs) So I open the door, and I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting this dude standing there in black skinny jeans, a white V-neck, and uh, he's holding beer and snacks in one hand and a guitar case in the other. He goes, sup, I'm James. He's Australian, and uh, he's this Australian musician that was uh, going to Nashville, Memphis, and I think maybe another city. Just because he had a lot of blues roots. And uh, he ended up sitting... This is just a year ago. Snapchat reminded me of this. It was a year ago. Exactly. He was, yeah, sitting on our porch. And uh, I brought my loop pedal and my guitar and my amp out. And he played in the backyard while like the crickets were chirping. Yumi and Carly were just like you know drinking beers, eating snacks, hanging out, chilling. And I actually recorded a little bit of him playing... I don't know if this is going to sound good if it doesn't sound good we'll just chop it in maybe like 20 seconds of it if i send the audio file but i wanted you guys to hear I have. you need hear the crickets and stuff
0: yeah
1: and we were like sitting together just a year ago Y'all,
0: i'm like about to tear up
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We were not high.
0: We were not high. We were not. We were not. (laughs) That is taking me back, though. That was, like, one of the most magical. And that's, like, why couch surfing and even hitchhiking is so fucking awesome. Because you never know who you're going to meet. Like, we hitchhiked with a guy in Scotland who did some sort of, like, sound stuff for movies. Like, voiceovers, He he was a
1: producer for... He did the ADR, which is... Okay. When you... uh, Recorded movies, sometimes the audio isn't good. So you do these things called ADRs where the actors have to come back in and record themselves talking into a professional microphone, their lines over again. Uh-huh. Sometimes you'll notice it in movies, it doesn't sound quite right. Right. Um, so the, he does the ADR for the BBC. So, like, all the yeah. cast and crew members he's met like millions of times on all of those shows because they come in and they have to record again.
0: Yeah. And we just like hitchhiked with he this He gave dude. us his business card. I don't know, I doubt we still have it, you know, but that would be so cool to be you like, you know what? He's, what?
1: he's also the guy so carly and i are starting to hitchhike in scotland and we're standing there in the rain we've first time hitchhiking together and of course we've got i mean so many stories from the scotland episode but he stops later on down the road and like backs his whole car up and he's like oh girls just just get in it's raining just come on so we get in the car and uh we start chit-chatting and he's like you know uh this is actually the first time i've ever picked up hitchhikers and we're like oh my god it's our first time ever hitchhiking and he's like i just saw you guys and you guys looked like you know, I have daughters your age and you're wet and miserable. And he took us a pretty long way. And yeah, he ended up being this producer for the BBC and was, uh, really cool to talk to. And, um, yeah, I'd like to tell those stories at another time, but that's what I love about couch surfing. Like we are talking to Tomek a year later after all of our shenanigans and which we kind of talked a little bit more. If you want to hear some more Tomek stories, check out episode four, because we talked with Will, a couch surfer who was here at the same time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah,
0: I just can't believe it that, that it's been a year. We've been hosting for a year. Tomek, you, you lived in Iceland for a little bit after you left uh, the U.S., right? Um,
2: yeah, from the U.S. I flew to Iceland where I worked for uh, like almost four months. And that was a great time. I had just a spare summer. I earned some money. I just, you know, re myself and could come back to Warsaw again, not being bored anymore of this town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now, now that you're back, have you like found new things that you like about Warsaw? Uh,
2: yeah, Warsaw is rapidly changing, and I think year to year, it's just becoming more cool town to live in. Yeah, uh, there is more expats, more things going on, more cool places. It it has some taste. The big buildings are happening, so. You know, the the biggest, uh, actually the tallest uh, skyscraper in Europe will be in Warsaw uh, in uh, two years. Oh, really? So, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised. But in Poland, we did not think about it that like 15 years ago, probably when my parents were coming here, that we're going to have a skyline. But Warsaw actually has a very nice skyline. I and mean, then from far away, it looks like an American town.
1: Interesting. I would have never like... Uh... Thought about that, uh,
2: you, you imagine something, you know, like some Bratislava thing and small town blocks. Yep. Everything gray Yeah, yeah. People, people who are from Poland but not from Warsaw, they also expect this thing that Warsaw is gray and not interesting. But actually, it's a very green and modern town, and and it's a nice place to live.
0: I mean, you have enticed us. We we're coming. <laughs> well, I was going to say the only two
1: cities that I really know in Poland are Warsaw and Krakow. Yeah. What's the difference between them? Can you tell me a little bit about that?
2: Krakow is a like an older town. It it used to be a capital of Poland and you know, they have a castle of many of our kings from 15th, 16th, 17th century. Uh then they moved to Warsaw. Uh and it is more like a cultural historical city with um, more vibes. So Krakow is probably better place to visit but worse place to live. Because Warsaw has more opportunities. There is more jobs happening and happenings and and the events, some concerts, every big thing, every big office is in Warsaw. So this is a very attractive town and it's easy to find a job. In Krakow, it is different. But when you're international and you want to come for you know a day or seven, uh, then probably you would prefer Krakow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I had never met anybody from... No, I had met people from Poland before I met you, but... You're definitely who I think of when I think of Poland.
0: (laughs) Is there a big couch surfing community in Warsaw at all?
1: I'm not
2: sure, you know, I do not follow that. I just. Are you hosting right now
0: on couch surfing?
2: uh, When I was hosting someone, I think maybe three months ago, I hosted someone. I hosted someone, uh, some people earlier more, like in the winter, spring. Now, kind of, I do not. But it's a small room now. I Mm. moved. But it's in, right in the center, so it's very nice.
1: Is there enough room oh, yeah, the- for two American girls, though?
2: Of course. For you,
1: <laughs>
2: so, you, know. Right. you know, I could transform my uh, bar into a hostel for you. So.
1: Yeah, we'll just that sleep way. at the bar. You know, we'll polish the glasses in the back and then sleep at the
0: bar yeah. and just be illegals. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be, like, polishing in my sleep. That's I cannot ascension. believe
1: that you're coming to Atlanta, though. Yeah. I'm... I'm hyped. I'm going to see not, you. It's
2: not sure, yeah, but it's going to be, yeah, Oh, my gosh.
1: In October. Well, Carly and I are scheming right now to go to Iceland at sep- the end of September. So don't
0: come to America mm. in the end of September.
2: <laughs> Who is coming to uh,
0: no, Iceland? You, you sh- we are trying to go to Iceland in uh, September, um, Christy and yeah. I. We have, we have uh, worked everything out uh, financially and logistics-wise.
1: It's just a matter of getting there. With, uh, yes, I, I
2: think early, early September is the best time to visit Iceland uh, because it's usually uh, low season, so the things are cheaper. Uh, I mean, flights mostly. And, and it's still warm, but there is already a long night and you see the uh, aurora almost every day. Oh mm, and people are still, you know, having a kind of holidays. They, they still hang out and have fun on Fridays and Saturdays. And the scene in Reykjavik, the night nightlife is kind of nice. Mm.
1: You know, I was looking at that you can spend, uh, there's like a 50% tax on alcohol.
0: Yeah, it was insane. It was like one wow. beer will probably cost you $10. <sighs> Cheapest. Just,
2: just uh, the best idea is to, you know, bring some alcohol. I brought like, I think, big one and a half liter from, uh, from Miami and, and also I bought something on the border. So, you know, half of my bag was alcohol. I brought a bit more <laughs> than, than regulations allow. See, I'm just morally uh,
1: against checking a bag, though. I like to have my backpack on my person at all times. And if a flight attendant tries to take it from me, I'm like, I'll kill you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Go against these stupid taxes for bringing alcohol and for alcohol and everything.
0: Oh, yeah, the just, import just- stuff. <laughs> And we, yeah, we know how Uh, you feel about taxes, Tomax. So you don't uh, care. But also, yeah, a fifty percent tax on a drink is just absurd. Yes,
2: then then it's better just to sell this vodka in Iceland, and then you have some money because it's fucking expensive there, so you can (laughs) make money on this alcohol, and then just
1: not drink it for a week. What is your favorite thing that you did in Iceland?
2: Mm, there was this girl.
0: Mm. <laughs> Best answer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about this girl, if you want.
2: No, no, no. no, no I don't want to. Okay. It's a, it's a secret.
0: He's going to be polite. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> I was gonna say when you said that you had this um, bag filled with alcohol that it sounded like you were just gonna show up in Iceland and just have this black market liquor sale going on, <laughs> like hey, I'll give yeah, you a then, shot for two dollars instead of. Well, actually, I,
2: I was I was hosting people in Iceland maybe six or seven times, and always I just asked them for a bottle of alcohol from a from oh. a border or from or from their country, <laughs> and I, could, I and I could even pay them for that, you know, because in. Iceland it to be still twice as expensive. So
0: you had people sneaking in liquor for you as couch surfers. That is the way to do it. Um, but, <laughs> just use them as mules. You know what, I
2: <laughs> what I am surprised about Iceland also about this community because it's a small. It's just three hundred forty thousand people living in this country. Yeah. And in Reykjavik, hundred and forty thousand. So it's it's like Miami. It's like Memphis, probably.
1: Uh, it's like uh, Memphis's population is six hundred six yes. th- okay. thousand uh, something like that.
2: Six hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Iceland is half 000. the size of Memphis, is what you're telling me.
2: Yeah, and oh. uh, Reykjavik, the main town, that is, it's concentrating population in. Well, it's only one big town actually there. So Reykjavik is hundred and forty, I think, population. So these people, they, they. Uh, Have a big, big, huge groups on Facebook, like the group of one American shop that opened in Iceland. Uh, It's Costco, I think.
0: What Uh, is a Costco? (laughs) Costco. Yeah, it's it's a shop. We know what it is. Oh, we know.
2: (laughs) So so imagine they opened in Iceland in two thousand seventeen. Early, I think Um, they opened first Costco. In Iceland, and it was very cheap compared to Icelandic prices. Uh, and uh, people had like 70,000 people on Facebook group of Costco deals where people were just sharing what is today on the deal and people could come over to Costco. 70,000 70, people. people. So, so, so it's like a quarter of the population. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> that is amazing. Piece. I love that we can bring our deals over you know, to Iceland. Oh, man. What is that? Um, There was a dude in Canada that would drive. Pirate Joe's. Is that what you're talking about? The guy? Because there's yep. no Trader Joe's in Canada. Yes. So this guy would drive and buy all the stuff from Trader Joe's and then bring it over the border and sell it in his own store. And then there was like this whole thing about like, is that legal? <laughs> and I think it turned out that it was okay because there was no Trader Joe's in his entire country. So he could sell it, these it, products.
2: mean, or something about that? I'm sorry, what? Can you send me a link or something to that?
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Thank
1: you.
2: Thank you. We'll it's, send it, it to like the, it.
1: the group chat that we have called Memphis Polaska. Polaskica? Polska. Polska? Yes. Yeah, Memphis <laughs> oh, Polska. Oh, yes, yeah. We do have Memphis Polska.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh,
1: the name of our group chat. We have we have so many group chats. <laughs> I know. It's hard Just... to keep up with them. Girl, we, we... Do you
2: still go to uh, the quiz nights? Say what? Do you still go to quiz
1: nights? Oh, are we still going to trivia. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we're still going to trivia. Uh, we haven't done hot lately at trivia though. So we yeah. went to a general trivia with one of our couch servers and got absolutely murdered. And I ah, and general uh, trivia, I love it. Mm-hmm. There was a really embarrassing part where we didn't know where what country was it. It was a country and we didn't know where it was. We thought it was in I think we thought it was in Africa America. and it was in South America. Uh, well, it wasn't in South America, it was in Central America. Oh. Well. And it was really embarrassing. Typical America. For us.
0: <laughs> typical America. I know. We have to study geography more. Faux show. <laughs> I remember
1: being in school and just feeling so overwhelmed with like geography and now that I've actually been to like for example, like the main land of Europe, just knowing what's surrounding in Africa and like what's in Eastern Europe and, yeah. and even just planning trips. I have such a better grasp on geography
0: than I did as a student.
1: And I feel like that's <laughs> the American school system failing me. Honestly.
0: You know, I, I still believe the world is flat. So I mean, you're not <laughs> you know, wrong. Uh,
2: what people in Europe think about Americans mostly.
0: You, that they think that well, we think the world is flat.
2: <laughs> no, it's like, you know, pe- people in Europe, they often say that oh, yeah Americans but They're stupid. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you say look at just look at this country then where you like where is better to live like which country is the the biggest the strongest and and where people are actually standards of living is 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 so good so why why would they would be so stupid if you have like the most nobel winners or oscar culture is coming from america and the best universities are there and the inventions happen and all these Silicon Valley things, so, so why is it? And I'm also surprised how this system works, that also in Poland, we, like, these young kids or high school students, they kind of do well in schools uh, compared to other European. We have, like, kind of very high level of math and physics knowledge compared to other European countries. But then somehow Poland is not that rich Are other countries. Where are these people going? What happens to their intelligence, Right. Mm, oh. so I just
1: uh, <laughs> no I'm listening, I'm fascinated <laughs> and, <laughs> I remember uh
2: and, but, but our universities are on a so low level there is no good universities, for example, in Poland. they are like world index i don't know six hundred maybe something
1: interesting, interesting. And, I think, then,
2: and, I th- and then you have low level of low education, low education, but then great universities
1: I think the biggest thing that I learned when I traveled was that. As an American growing up, you're like, my country's only like 230 years old. Um, The oldest thing we have is like, you're like, look at this from the 1600s. And you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Versus you go over to somewhere that has uh, a history since the beginning of like people. Um, But I think a lot of Americans like romanticize Europe, especially like we, I remember growing up before like I traveled and being like, like, I would consider Poland and be like, wow, Poland is just like so cool like every country besides mine was cool and then once I like started traveling I realized that everybody feels that way about their country (laughs) right you know they're like why would I live here when I could live in this country and everybody has this grass is greener syndrome all the time yeah okay wow he just agreed with me (laughs) everyone's like okay yeah
0: I mean that's no that's very true (laughs) like it, it, it you're always gonna think about where you're not and what like what life would be like, you know, if you lived in France or if you lived in yeah. South Africa, what would be different? But like,
1: and I think this is the good thing about couch surfing is you get to kind of find out that's why you kind of couch surf is because if you go stay in a hostel or a hotel, you're not really finding out like a glimpse into the real day to day. And yeah. that's what I like
0: about couch surfing. You get surfing. the real inside scoop. Like yeah. Tomek, we've learned so much about Poland from you that we never <laughs> would have known otherwise. Yeah. Like, it really is. Yeah, I think
2: so. mostly when I go when I go to the U.S., I ask my drivers or hosts, so do you know anything about Poland? <laughs> and uh, the level of knowledge is is just normal. I mean, Poland do not maybe deserve that much of, of knowledge. So uh, people know what they know, why they would know about some small country in Europe, right? If there is yeah. like 200 <laughs> other countries, why would you occur? Uh, but but Poland, Polish people, they have these feelings of, you know, strong importance uh, and proud that probably every nationality has it. But I just don't understand it. Like, especially when you watch this World Cup thing. Oh, the World Cup. Right? <laughs> yeah, you you see the same feelings, like. I like to support. I like to support teams, like just to feel some connection of emotion of watching the game because it's just more fun when you when you feel this emotion. Uh, but then, why would you cheer someone so strongly uh, that you do not have any connection with? And there's like almost half of the nation watches these games and they feel actually sad when uh, when team loses.
1: Tell Mike, you're talking uh, about Americans to a T. Our like sports pride. I've never really understood it. People like lose it. Cause I guess they see it as like that. they feel like they're represented at like a global level in the world cup versus here in America. Our sports teams make us feel like when they make it to the championship, they're like a place like Cleveland is like, Oh my God, people see us now. And they see that like, we're not just lost, that so we have, like, a fight in us. It's like, well, the people that play for your team do, but...
0: Yeah, the people of Cleveland yeah. did nothing <laughs> for any of but that But I will to say, as, like,
1: a giant Cubs fan, when we were, won the World Series, like, I
0: kind of get it. I mean, you get lost in the excitement when you're there yeah. and you're in it. So, uh, yeah, I totally get that, too. But the when it's, like, nations versus nations, it yeah. gets really intense. But, yeah. Um, we are out of time,
1: actually, Tomek. All right. (laughs) But I'm so glad that you called in today. I cannot believe that you possibly are coming to Atlanta. I cannot wait for the update. I actually forgot
2: about it. I forgot about it. And I need to do some more, you know, document stuff and applications and to be sure that I'm going.
1: Well, we will meet you there. I know some people in Atlanta that could host. Awesome, That would want to do it. But anyway, Tomek. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. I feel like um right. like a radio host or a talk show. To, like, a talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's playing the cane off, but thanks so much um, for calling Tomek. You're still one of our friends. Thank, yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Tomek. Um, as usual, you can find us at Surf Memphis Pod on all social media and we are on iTunes stitcher google play and the oamnetwork.com if you like what you're hearing go ahead leave us a review we love reading them send us some messages let us know what you think and we'll catch you next time the proceeding is an elm production
2: for more information go to the oamnetwork.com